Can I ask you a question about your sucker though? Yeah. So you have the eight by twelve. Here we are, and welcome to episode number 49 of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. I have been asked to start numbering the episodes, so forever going forward during the buttery intro, you will get the numbers. How did that work, Lil? I know you were the one who requested the numbers. Well, I read that people appreciate knowing which episode they're on in case they like just put it on in the car or something and they want to keep track of where they're at i'll say this having accidentally misnumbered our episodes multiple times when i've uploaded them i appreciate it so this is at least gonna work for me so as usual i am joined by my amazing sisters it's just the three of us today not just the three of us it's it's the three of us today it makes uh, and uh, lily's calling in from the canary islands you just got back how are you doing I'm good. I'm good. I had I I saw some friends today and they had spent a month like in the Spain but like the continent so not on the islands and they but it's still Spain and they were like, "Whoa, like it's such a culture shock coming back home." And I was like, "Culture shock? You want to hear culture shock? I I was in a Whole Foods for a month. I was like, I have no idea what it's like to come back here." And he was, like, being, like, you know, like, the rhythm of life is just, like, so different here. And, like, when you come back from there, it's, like, oh, so stressful. I'm, like, it's still Spain, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, I got to say. States, that is a culture it, shock. It, money heist, which is a recurring theme lately, like, even their money heists are really slow and take many episodes <laughs> to have it. There's a lot of boobies. <laughs> Yes, and there's scantily clad people. I need Becky to finish the show because we really have to break down. I'm only that two one episodes in. The problem is that I it'll take you six months. It's so you know it's taking me so long to finish it. I I always want to go watch it, but then oftentimes when I actually have time to watch TV, I'm also eating dinner and I can't eat and read subtitles at the same time. Oh no, it's I very eat. Hard. It happens to close too. I often we snack often while I'm watching that show. And between Allie and me, we just alternately tell each other what's happening. You say, yeah. What just happened? Also, the, the subtitles come and go from the screen very quickly. I am not you're not, you're not used to re- watching no. with subtitles. That's yeah, not really enough. So, here. Becky, you are in California. You recently returned home from our multiple weeks of all of us being together. How are you doing? I'm going to tell you today, I am living my best life. Really? I had a fabulous morning. Yeah. Yeah, the, my first up. thought is, what did you eat? Oh, yeah. Because okay. <laughs> you're, I'm like, you I seem like you're in a great mood. <laughs> so I'm in a great mood because, you know, post post, post, post baby, you know, I've been on this kick lately. I want to eat healthier and take good care of myself. And I woke up this morning and I said, eh, F it. I'm going to eat a croissant the size of my face. And, and that's oh, what I did. Let's be clear. Freshly, yeah. Everyone in our family calls it a croissant. Yeah, because that's not, how it's pronounced. Not a croissant. Like, I never not heard that word out of Montreal Yeah, <laughs> for so years. It, so, freshly baked chocolate croissant from mm. an, this, like, 
just literally just appeared in our neighborhood. Oh, I have a point. It sounds pretentious, but that's just how we know how to that's pronounce it. That's just how we know exactly. how to pronounce it. Exactly. It's like Monsen Colombia. the other way. Mom saying Colombia, but it's not that. It's that we didn't learn it a different way. We just, it's just how I know how to say it. With, like, the chocolate is still warm and gooey. All I have, I have questions. I have questions about this. Yes. Close was enough. it flaky? Was the outside flaky? Like, flaky, you took a bite, and it was flaking all over what, the place. It sprays everywhere. Was it, a, was it like a circular pain au chocolat croissant? Pain, pain au chocolat. Okay. It was a proper pain. It's so actually... It was not a traditional croissant with chocolate, like, embedded it in or on top. No, no, no. This is a pain au chocolat. Oh. Yeah, Even my kids one. know that's Flaky, my favorite pastry. Crispy, super buttery, you know, freshly baked out of the oven, so the chocolate is actually still melted. It hasn't done that solidified log, you know. Oh yeah, I actually like the solidified log, but that's because yeah, I you like would. when it's you freshly would. baked. Very special. But but um, that Nutella chocolate was it like no 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 no. It was, like, it was a dark chocolate. It was like, like a, a proper, real chocolate. Real yeah. chocolate. Yeah. Right. Well, that's like real that, high end chocolate. That's all I would need to be living my best life. Yep. So I had one of those, and then I went to Momo Lebeau's Body Work class, which is a hip-hop dance class. I'm not the best person in the class. You're not? I'm not. No. Which is shocking, because I have some moves. Because we've seen you do the Macarena. <laughs> do you, do you have the Macarena face on? Oh, I try to keep it light, because... You're looking at yourself in the mirror, and then you're like, "Oh, I'm being very serious for this dance." So, um, and then I did, I did body work, and I realized about halfway through that I maybe should have had a more nutritious breakfast because I got a little lightheaded. But I was also dancing a lot, uh, and now I'm here podcasting. So it's a pretty amazing day so far. Feeling Su- good. Super. So speaking of amazing days, I mentioned this is episode 49, which means we are counting down to our podcast anniversary. And we're really excited and we are really grateful for everybody who is listening. And we are brainstorming ideas, which we will not do on the air, of things we can do for all of the amazing supporters we have had all year. Um, And uh, so if you have an idea of something you'd really like us to do to celebrate the podcast anniversary, please let us know. Also, this is a really great time for if you haven't left a review yet on iTunes or somewhere else, leave a review. Hopefully it's a good one, as Lily always says. Take a screenshot of it. Send it to us. So thank you again to everybody who has been listening all year. If there's something you'd like us to do for the podcast anniversary episode, let us know. And please do leave us reviews. Take a screenshot. Share it with us. We'll do something fun to thank you. What that thing is... TBD. It might be maybe specific to the person. It might be something we decide to do for everybody, but we'd really appreciate it. And okay. we're not revealing what that surprise will be because we don't want to make promises we can't keep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and speaking of folks who have been great supporters, not just of the podcast, but in our life, a few listeners and friends, some we've known before, some we met through this fun adventure we've been on on the internet, have started chats with us, whether they're on Twitter or whether on WhatsApp or Facebook. And we have one with our dear friend Howie, my musical life partner and a co-member of the band What Does It Eat? And Howie listens to the episodes and he sends us really, I think, thoughtful and very funny sort of hypothetical questions or idea pitches for TV shows. And there's been a backlog of them. And so I'm just going to read off a couple of those before we get into our next segment. And among them, he asked, we were talking about Money Heist, is he says, 
what if there was like a animated animal version called Monkey Heist? <laughs> That's very And then hilarious. after our Copland bit from last week when we talked about Stallone, he said, what if there was a show called Coplander about a traveling nurse, <laughs> time-traveling nurse, <laughs> with Sylvester Stallone? And I'll just say old, rotund so Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, yeah, to me, yeah. that works. And then he also asked, he I'd said... i watch that show. He said, he also says that mom looks like Inspector Murillo from money heist and he sent us a picture she does because she does not look like her i'll tell you that similarities i mean if mom had a nose ring maybe and then how he asks um he had a new idea for a new sons of anarchy spinoff an animated spinoff and it would be called like a prequel called jackson claymation and then finally he asks (laughs) yes guy isn't busy like he's got a very busy life who? So Howie. Howie. No, but these I'm are amazed. this is over months of him. I, I went through the chat. There were so many good bits. And then last but not oh. least, he asks this is not from like one week. This is from months of him sending us stuff. He says If Mr. Miyagi meets Daniel's kid, does he call the kid Daniel's son's son son? That's a great <laughs> bit. That's true. And and we're talking about that younger kid, Anthony LaRusso. I would say. Yeah, and Anthony Lurusser. Well, he'd call him a lot of things because that kid is lazy <laughs> AF. Cannot wait to see Anthony Larusso season two. Uh, yeah, exactly. I want to see that spin off. Okay, so again, this is a catch up episode. We're going to talk about a ton of movies and programs on this Friday Night Movie Podcast episode, but we have a new segment that I invented this week because of a conversation I had with a couple of people. And we're going to call this Pancake for the Table's Health Corner. And as you all have made fun of my uh, eating, which should be made fun of because I would classify myself as a champion junk food eater, in my efforts to be healthier in the last couple of years, which have been successful, I have developed intense knowledge of some of the locale or hacks to get at desserts that maybe would normally be very filling and bad for you. And so I just wanted to do a little bit riff on yacht. I'm not going to talk about all of them because that could be a whole episode. But in Pancake's Health Corner this week, Yasso's. Has anyone had the Yasso bars? Those were a big part of our vacation. I have a feeling after this spiel, Yasso should be sponsoring our podcast. But go ahead. <laughs> I feel like this podcast should be sponsored by Diet Root Beer. You definitely lose money with how many you buy in one time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm impressed that you don't go broke. So, yeah, diet, diet Root Beer, Yasso's, and all of the other locale ice creams should uh, basically should just sponsor me as a human because mm-hmm. I run on them. And so just so people know, if you, if you are looking at the Yasso brand, which is the frozen yogurt, uh, frozen yogurt yolk locale uh, ice cream pop is the best way to describe it, the, my rankings are pretty simple. If you like peanut butter and chocolate chip, the only choice, the only best choice you have is the peanut butter, is the chocolate ice cream peanut butter chip. That is the highest ranked as far as I'm concerned. Then controversial on this family, if you're just going for the regular 100 calorie variety, I recommend the mint 100 calorie Yasso. If you're more in, into chocolate than the fudge brownie. So those three, if you're doing Yasso, those are your top choices. The salted caramel wears thin after a little while. The strawberry is all right, but at a certain point, it just feels like you're always just, eating second place. I, I don't, I don't like those that much. I loved that Weight Watchers one though that you introduced us to. All right, we'll get. Uh, in, 
eat a that box That one was of like those, a tiny little guess, Snickers. It's too the sweet, Yasos, though. to me, are too creamy. I don't like, like yeah. No, I like the Yasos. They're just kind of a little too sour. Like, they add in a little extra sour to be like, hey, it's yogurt. You know? <laughs> well, anyways. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, and don't forget if to I don't, If sour, I don't taste amazing, so, then I'm probably good for you. So the health corner is over. And... We'll bring we'll 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 come back to the segment. Is it was so, so fascinating? So, wait, so the health corner is going to be is going to be Shy's favorite diet food of the week. It could be. It could be. It could be. Also, I have like some cool hacks, like how okay. to make how to make your own homemade low cal version of the uh, Taco Bell breakfast taco. Oh my goodness! <laughs> please, please go on. Just I definitely the want to hear that. Use a waffle, anyways. <laughs> So, I feel like at some point we should have Janine G Wellness on to consult. Oh no, <laughs> I'm sure anyone who's actually for wellness would say everything I do is horrific. Um, well, hey, you got to do what works, man. Yeah, and if it's working, that's okay. It is working. Um, so now let's talk about pop culture and movies. And there, this is we just have a potpourri grab bag of stuff to talk about this week. Yeah, all I have a really few fun. surprises that I did not put on our notes. Okay, so who would like to go first? Like what? What we're watching? Well, I mean, what we're what we're watching, what we've been watching. I I know I've tipped you guys off to some of the things I want to talk about this week. I went. Uh, earlier in the week, I went with a bunch of my work colleagues to see a new documentary that's not out quite yet. So we got we got to do a special early screening with the director who came in, and it's a serious film. It's a heavy film. Um, I know no one likes homework, but I will say that from the first opening shot of this movie, I was hooked. Like I, I even though I work in documentaries, I often have a hard time like sitting down and watching heavy films at the end of the day or on the weekend because like you know it's depressing but where this one was particularly special is that i'm not kidding opening shot of the film it was like my brain latched on and i was like i need to know what's going to happen it's called survivors and it is made by um by an actual sierra leonean filmmaker his name is arthur pratt and he was filming throughout the 2014 ebola outbreak in sierra leone following it on the ground and there's like a couple of different film uh like you know cinematographers that were filming and following different different uh people who are the healthcare workers and it's so insane it's so intense and so insane so although i knew that this was happening and I was following the story in the news I I there was definitely I had a lot of distance between oh the cycle of what's going on in e- with the Ebola outbreak and how they're getting it under control and then the actual reality of what it meant to be on the ground and so what you're saying is that um, me following up that with my I feel pretty breakdown it makes me look like a dummy so pretty much i wanted to start off the conversation going i'm the smartest okay well so, you win yeah so becky and i'm not sure that counts as pop great. culture but it, it's not pop culture but, I, but it was an interesting thing no i'm saying it was really it was a it was a it's a great movie and um it's gonna be on pbs so you know it's on september 24th so i will cool. say is there, it was it, it was you know why, why how i feel like it relates to pop culture because you felt like you were watching a thriller Ooh. And it wasn't, and that's what was cool oh, about right. it. Like, like when I, really yeah, it felt like you were literally watching a movie like that, but it was real. And so when I say like from the first frame of the, from the first opening shot, I was 
hooked. It's because it plays out like you're watching a thriller and it's super intense in that way. Like, yeah, it's emotional and it's scary and this is a real life thing, but it's so, it's so intense when you're watching it. It's like, you don't, you really, I felt like I was almost watching a fiction film and the people who are in this movie, they're like, to me, they're movie star quality characters, you know, subjects to be following. So it does have a pop culture related thread. That, that's it's cool. Called Survivors. That, that's very cool. It's called Survivors. Yeah, that's and, very cool. And super cool movie. Looking forward to seeing it. All right, Lil. What do you? What, we there's some things you and you and I watched a bunch of stuff together, so I'll I'll pick those up. But you said you what you saw. You I did, feel pretty. But I just uh, very quick on the plane. I was like, okay, if there was ever a plane movie, then I feel pretty. The Amy Schumer one is like that's like perfect for a plane, right? You don't have to pay for it. You know, it's kind of silly. Um, I should have just watched Love Simon again. Because the whole time I was thinking, on my ride over to the States, I watched Love, Simon, and I, like, was enthralled. And then on the way back, I watched I Feel Pretty, and I was literally, like, I think I'm stupider. And I was really disappointed. I think they had, like, an extra pooey taste in my mouth because I was disappointed. (laughs) Yeah. That's going to put that in quotes and frame that. That's a t-shirt. An extra pooey taste taste in my mouth. That is a t-shirt. Because Trainwreck, while I don't, I think that movie's too long, I think in general, that's a great movie. Yeah. And she did a good, and, yeah, and Snatched so it, it has is a lot of Oscar heart. winning. <laughs> Snatched is Snatch is hilarious. With, yeah. like, you make one whale come joke, and oh yes, I am done. And, like, that movie is silly, but hilarious when you watch it with your family. I don't think if I watched this with anybody, it would have improved it. <laughs> you know that, like, improvement factor? Yeah, like, yeah, the thing we talked about a few weeks ago. Right, like those movies are a hundred percent good and improved. Like I watched the book club with mom. Oh my god! Like she's like, this movie's amazing. I'm like, because I'm watching it with you. Like <laughs> duh, because the movie is not good. But if you watch something like the book club with your mom and your mom is as funny, mom, hilarious movie. This could not have been improved by the company. I was. Okay, but all like, you're saying is that you didn't like it. And can we get a little okay. explanation? This, I need a few this, bullet points here to know story, what was story. It's not well written. The jokes fall flat. The actors, like, are bleh. The love interest is the only guy that I was like, okay, he brought it, and he was a cool actor and a cool character, kind of. Although they not funnily make fun of the fact that he's a bit, like, feminine, which he's not really even feminine, but he keeps coming back. And I'm like, wait, is that supposed to be a thing? That he's not manly and he does Zumba? Like, why? Are, hey, what? I'm sorry. I've done Zumba. Like, Exactly. No, but it's just like the reverse of me too. Now we have to like just make fun of this guy for doing Zumba. I'm like, I don't get it. He's working out. Who gives a shit? I don't know. I found the jokes fell flat. It doesn't make sense to me. Like she, this whole empowering woman thing, it misses the mark. Like, yes, is it positive? I'm not even sure the movie's body positive. But like <laughs> at the end of the, I'm like, and they had like um, Lady Bryant and Busy Phil- Busy Phillips, who I call Buzzy Phillips. Um, in the movie, I don't really understand why. Like, both, I think, are beautiful, funny women. They were, like, token, like, the ugly friends. I don't get it. I just didn't understand the movie. And I was annoyed because I'm like, this could have been so much better. And she's better than that. And I feel like she missed the mark. And I read a hilarious article, and I don't remember who the actress was. It's, like, maybe Jessica Chastain or something who sat in a theater and watched it with her friends and trashed it the entire time. And somebody behind her live tweeted her real reactions. Oh my I have to God. Find out. I send you guys the That's article. amazing. And you can well, read sure her just like right shitting on the 
I, I hope I, I sure hope you're right no, about no, who I it mean, is. I apologize to Jessica Chastain if it, it's it's probably not her, but it's like a young, you know, very good actress who went and saw with her girlfriends and just shit on the movie the whole time. And that when I read that, I was like, oh come on, it's just she's just hoity-toity. No, I'm like, dude, this movie could have been better, and I actually don't recommend it. So I'm not even like watch it and let me know what you think. Ugh, pass, hard pass. Hey. Okay, well, and and it's funny because I feel. I guys to watch it. Let me know what you think. Ali, I'm sure will love it because I don't understand that her world is liking. Oh, it says. I think it was Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig, that's it, because she had just recently directed Lady Bird. Oh right, that's why people are like, "Oh, she's so obnoxious," but she's over She's like, not. She's not. Real. She's legit. She's real. And all you guys don't have to watch. I feel pretty. Just find that article, or she'll yeah, tweet it out, out, or Beck tweeting out, and um, that's the sum of that movie. Wow. So yeah. So, also, the book club. Watch it with your mom if she's as funny as ours. That I can recommend. <laughs> I could make up the preview for the book club, like without even knowing what the movie is going to be out, and, and I bet I could guess a chunk of the cast. There's like a few old lady vagina jokes that just got me. Like, I was... <laughs> oh, this is the one where they all read... Um, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey, So yeah. they just yeah. made a movie about, like, everyone's real life ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Right, except the fact that they're older, and the movie did have some really interesting things, because it has, like, sex for women, like, not in their 50s, but, like, uh, close to 70. So, like, Grace and Frankie and I, humor? But... But no, because these women are it, no. It's not exactly great. Jane Fonda plays a very different character, so it's it didn't remind <laughs> I me. I didn't even know Jane Fonda was in this, but I'm like, both. oh, old lady sex jokes, Jane Fonda. It's it's old lady sex jokes, but it's also stuff like real like what happens in a marriage that uh, the man is also older, and what happens with like Kenneth Bergen's character hasn't had sex in 18 years, and like what you know. So just like there's very a lot of angles that I you know mom was like, okay, this is interesting. And um, maybe as a preview for the future. <laughs> I don't know. It was interesting. Anyway. Well, that's, watch that's, it with your box. Well, that, don't watch it. That, that's funny. That's a good, like, a Mother's Day brunch movie. Mm, sure. I, I'll, 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 I'll eventually see that movie with Allie for sure. Uh, I'm, that's, that, I feel like that's a I hope, rent. I hope you get to watch with it your with your mom. With Barbara and Meredith as well. I, Make it a I, I don't, I'm not going to watch outside of people that are in my like nuclear or blood related family. That's just <laughs> that's a as lot of old penis and old vagina jokes. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so a cool thing that's been happening, Amazon.prime, you know, I, I sometimes get annoyed when the streaming service is... Amazon.prime. Amazon.prime, <laughs> like Lily's Twitter.com address. Amazon Prime. I, I get annoyed when the streaming services change over their movies, because I'm like, it should just be there all the time, so I, that's what I, you know, but I get it, they have to change it over. Keep people they gotta keep yeah, they can't. They can't keep everything on their servers all the time. Right. I get and, that, and it costs money, right? That's rights associated with it. But <laughs> this this month in particular, or maybe it's been longer than this month, but I had noticed that Amazon had a few '80s movies that I really never had gotten around to seeing, that I always wanted to see. Wait, and- do you fall into the trap of it's going to be taken off soon? Like they give you a list of movies they only have a few weeks left, and then you go and watch them? No, the, no, 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 no. I just I was looking through the queue. Oh, what do they have on Amazon? And I noticed there were these '80s movies that I had always seen. The VHSs, and I'd heard other people talk about, but for a variety of reasons, I didn't uh-huh. see. And so this week, Lily and I watched uh, Monster Squad, and then I finished watching. We started it, but I finished watching Gleaming the Cube, which stars a young and very good Christian Slater. He's super in that movie. Anyways, so I wanted to talk a little bit about Monster Squad. There are a lot of big fans of this movie. I think that 
when you watch this movie, you realize, oh, someone tried to make another Goonies, which it, it has a tons of things that are Goonies-esque. But also when you see Stranger Things, when you refer it back to Stranger Things, you think, oh, Stranger Things, yes, is obviously taken from Goonies, but Monster Squad has to be a big influence on Stranger Things as well. The premise of the movie is that Dracula and other monsters, including the Wolfman. Okay, but also dressed as Dracula, which you can like get from a costume shop. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in the classic mean, like... 1930s era look, all of these right. characters. This movie was made in the late 80s, I think. And probably 87, 87 or 88. I think it's 80, yeah. I think it's 87. I think it's 87. So the premise is that Dracula, the Wolfman, Frankenstein, the Mummy... <laughs> And the creature from the Black Lagoon are all quote unquote yeah. monsters that Dracula is trying to. This could be a cool movie, and and, and I think it was cool in its day for sure. The, seeing it again was a little bit odd. And there's also. too many celebrity monsters in it, though. There's a lot of celebrity monsters. Celebrity monsters, like celebrities playing monsters, or celebrity monsters. No celebrity. celebrity they monsters. look like like the, like the werewolf, the no, no, wolf man, man, the mummy. Yeah. And and so totally Dracula ridiculous. is trying to get some sort of magic amulet that will allow monsters and the darkness to take over Earth. Anyways, he gets trapped in an amulet or something a hundred years later on this one day that he can do None this None of again. that matters. He All comes matters back. Is that these kids say some dirty ass things that today you could never have kids. First of all, one kid is just called the fat kid. Yeah. So that's his name. <laughs> Which is a copy of Chunk from Goonies, but also you can't just call somebody the fat kid in and, a movie. And to be clear, when we say he's called the fat kid, although later in the movie he reveals his name is Horace or something like that, he, on the subtitles, so we watched it because the kids were napping and so we had the subtitles on, and the subtitles on, the subtitles said like fat kid colon dot dot. For Filled. his word, yeah. for his words. So, anyways, these kids have to stop the monsters. They there's a gold Van Helsing notebook involved. Frankenstein turns out to be a nice monster, and they reenact that famous scene from Frankenstein, where Frankenstein almost, ki- where Frankenstein in the original movie kills a little kid by accident, but instead he befriends the little girl, and then he becomes their like pet monster and helps them fight the other monsters. Uh, so it's monsters fighting each other? Well, it's like monsters and kids. Bit. It's like one pet monster and a bunch you're, of bad monsters. You're still missing the point. They have a five-year-old say dipshit in the movie. <laughs> yeah, like, but that was for sure an 80s thing. Yeah, that's that very was, like, 80s. Like, I was so worried about the mouse I, on these kids. No, but I feel like in the 80s, like a funny gag would be to get little kids to say bad words. And old people. Let's not forget old people. Old, old people, people and little kids saying well, Why is that still not funny? funny. No, it's that is scary. we just like we just, don't do it anymore. It's not appropriate. Uh, we can't do we it. Should. I feel like that's fine. Old people, you see old people. Like, I want to see a five year old go, son of a bitch. <laughs> that's what I want out of a movie. It's hilarious. So if you want that, just keep rewatching to the end of time role models with Paul Rudd and Sean William Scott. Exactly. A hundred percent. So what I'll say is is that at the beginning of this movie I was profoundly uncomfortable because there is some humor and some slurring in this movie that I'm not going to repeat whatsoever. Um, that is just it's homophobic. So, yeah, it's homophobic and and straight up. I mean, not only is it dated, it's homophobic, and I don't even think it works for that time either. Meaning, it's not okay, and and so that really kind of put me off at the beginning of the movie. I was that stuff dispenses from the movie, and then it goes along 
kind of like the it's kind of like the Disney musical review that you see at the at the theme park or Universal where like all the monsters come out and sing the monster mash that's essentially what the rest of the movie is like and i think essentially uh they 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 gave me something that i would like to see remade that's the bottom line i'd like oh, to see Oh you would this. like to see this remade Yeah cuz i think the idea of kids fighting the classic monsters like if adam f goldberg and i think he's even tweeted about potentially doing something like that, if adam f goldberg got his hands on this ip he would make it hilarious and also but fun I and scary. I want to see it like redone, not a remake. Just like redone. Take the very initial seedling, like, like the premise, and the and premise, write and an nothing else. New script. Yeah, like yeah. it just has the same. Yeah, exactly. And, just and, the same premise, and that's it. And, yeah. and, and, have the same because it's super dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then there's, with him. there's a yes, subplot yes, also about there's a forty five minutes. There's, <laughs> yeah. But it's so short. It's so short. I mean, well, the other thing about Survivors, it's eighty-four minutes. Oh, yeah. It's this exactly this how much time I spend on this movie is how long I want to spend watching a documentary. Eighty-four minutes. So and Monst- I make them. Monster Squad gets points for eighty-two minutes, and there are things that don't make sense, <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, but we don't really need to find out why <laughs> that happened. And I'll, I'll just say that um, it there's a Holocaust subplot also in the movie because. It's- yeah, that is well, really weird. Yeah. You are losing me. Yeah, there's, yeah, a, there's. It's, anyways, it's, there's, anyways. So the other movie I saw and I just finished watching, which I actually. I have, a, I have a question. I also saw another movie. So are we? You're gonna finish your round, or can we like bounce back and forth between movies? Well, these gotta go together because they're both '80s movies. I'm gonna go quick with this one. This one. Okay, so and then I, maybe Lily will do one, and then I'll do another okay. one. So then I watched Gleaming the Cube. Which is a skateboarding? It, think of and it a like terrible name for a movie. The text you know exchange what, between us about that. Like, if you want to know what not to name your movie, it's that. <laughs> it's. It, anyways, is that I, when Shai texted, I want to talk about gleaming the cube. <laughs> I thought it was some were, sort of expression, like and I didn't sex, know what it was. It was like a, a, it like is a an expression that he read about. <laughs> no, but like like. It Let's talk like, about this new thing. You know, I thought they gleam their cube. I thought it had to do with some sort of new like streaming service, like you gleam the cube to see, you know, bootleg <laughs> movies or something. No, no, no. Gleaming the cube is essentially BMX bandits with skateboarding, Wait, starring did they talk, did, did BMX they bandits. That is a proper title for a film. <laughs> Actually, my kids have asked me many times. They're like, I don't get it. They're like, What's are they? No, they're like, why are the kids on the BMX bikes the bandits? I'm like, no, they're chasing the bandits. They're like, why is it called BMX bandits? Well, they're also so, kind of bandits. They're, they're like, like, you know, they're a band of it. Okay. So, anyways, Gleaming the Cube stars a young Christian Slater who is trying to solve the what he believes is the murder of his adopted brother. Christian and, and I have to say, young, all, all, all I'll say about this movie is, aside from the fact that Tony Hawk and all these other famous skaters are extras in the movie, that young Christian Slater reminds me why Christian Slater is a star. He talks like this, like, youthful Jack Nicholson. He has that kind of swagger in his voice. Well, his, he's very specific. His hair is amazing. I, I love I, him. I just need more Christian Slater in sports or crime solving movies that's all i'm going to say about that i actually i enjoyed gleaming the cube more than i expected and the kids caught a whole chunk of it with me and they really enjoyed it so that was a that was a that was a pleasure so who's got who's got something else they watched 
Lily, you should go. Oh, no, then... I have other things I want to say. But... Oh, okay. So I actually, I watched a movie. I think we've talked about it here. Lily for sure talked about it because she loved it so much. Um, but last night we watched Three Billboards. Oh, wow. Ooh, I haven't damn. gotten to that yet. That is a film. I mean, Holy. I don't, I certainly don't want to provide any spoilers, but I really, really want to see the sequel where Francis McDormand and Sam Rockwell team up and become vigilantes. That's the movie I want to see. <laughs> okay. Um, no, this film is like, there are was, a few films that you know are that it was? excellent. It was so, while I do believe they could have done a little more of an edit on it and made it shorter, because I felt it's, a lot of the scenes just Like a Monster Squad scene. edit. It just, yeah, well, not quite, but yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it could be 45 of, minutes, but of, it could have been 90 minutes. A lot of the scenes were very fat. I will say what was cool about it is that you know immediately you're watching a different kind of movie. It's written in a way that it feels like a play, that the performances are like, to me, it, it wasn't regular performances. It really felt very theatrical, had this um, almost melodramatic tone to it and well, it was like, shot yeah, you, shot so you know, well i i love you know the way when you're filmed. you're watching a movie and you're like everybody brought it yeah to but the everybody extra brought, everybody brought the, it in everybody. a way where where i felt like they were everybody brought it but it wasn't just a regular performance where everyone where everybody brought it and i'm you know like well, it was directed drama. really well no i just felt like it wasn't wonderful performances like you would just see in any typical drama i felt like everyone's everyone was a little bit amped up where i felt like i was watching literally like a stage like i'm like oh this could be a play like this movie could work on stage it was really interesting um and i thought there were a lot of actually unexpected plot turns not like twists but you know what i mean it it actually the way that they kept the story moving forward was just so like fresh. <laughs> it cool. was really it's funny that you. It's funny really that cool. you say that though. I'm just gonna say one thing. He directed Seven Psychos, Psychopaths? which. Oh, Seven this Psychopaths? is the guy who did In Bruges also. In Bruges. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, and I love Seven is, Psychopaths. Yeah, right. no, and, and that movie's not easy pill to swallow. Like that is a strange movie. It's mm-hmm. frenetic. Um, you can't like, and you don't. You kind it's of thinking, 90s. oh, this is a big commit. Yeah, because it's comedic in a way and dark comedy and you don't expect the ending that it has and it's and not an, I don't find it an easy film to see or movie Three to see board. no uh, seven, seven psychopaths, psychopaths yeah oh like, yeah it's disjointed and like dark dark comedy in the 90s you kind mm-hmm. of expect some kind of like oh tie it together ending it's it's a cool movie but there's no tie it together ending and this is you I Becky I'm sure you appreciate this like uh, more even than us but you can see with that in Bruges and this like you can see this director growing, growing. I was about to say you feel and like he's like, honing talk his about craft. character yeah talk about character see development. The development as a director you, you feel like he is honing his craft in this right. one and it's and, super cool and now I'm like wow I can't wait to see what he does next because like, that's the getting better and better at it yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the order of his I, movies. I, I, I want to say there might be one more in between, but National Theater Live, Hangman. I don't know what that is. Uh, um, but he but basically, was, uh, yeah. I, I, and again, yeah. I, I knew it was going to be a drama. I didn't What's, quite. Can you remind me the name of the director? Uh, oh, Martin McDonough. Oh, okay. McDonough. Yeah. yeah so, um, again, a drama, but uh, done in a way that just it, you know you're watching something that's purposefully different from any other standard drama and um just really i also i just gonna add one more thing it's it's there's something i find it interesting that he's not american the director that he's not american right yeah and i don't know like i don't know i'm gonna leave it out there 
Shai, you should. I think that's it's strange to me because it's there's a lot of critique about like America. I think in the and, movie. Uh, and as like a tidbit, just put uh, not a tidbit, but like a little little extra appreciation for the film, or just just put Peter Dinklage in everything. Oh, oh is, not, he, is, is he in, in it too? He's in it. He's phenomenal. He's amazing. He makes everything. Everybody in the movie. To me, Sam Rockwell, I... Uh, I'm obsessed with him. I think he's amazing, and I'm so happy he won. Let's be clear. I have been on the Sam Rockwell bandwagon since he was the plucky comic relief in Galaxy Quest. You have Galaxy Quest. You are like, you get the Sam Rockwell I told you show. You both get that. Because he... All right. Okay, so, Lily, Lily, do you have another... No, I don't know. I have other things I'd like okay, to say. Okay, so I'll, I'll talk about some... Uh, so, something that I, I loved that I just watched that is a a fellow podcaster artist in our, at least, digital community. We've never met in person. But Stevie Jackson, who is one of the hosts of the very, very fun Talent Crush um, chat show chat podcast. Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is also an actress and a writer and a producer. And... She was in a new web series called Honestly Charlotte, and the first episode, the pilot dropped, and if you follow them on Twitter, it's Honest Charlotte, and I watched the pilot. It's only about five-plus minutes long, and it, it's a it's a, about this character, Charlotte, and it has her interviewing for a job, and it just builds, and it's funny. Because I didn't know anything about it going in. I just wanted to see, okay, what is this? And Stevie plays Charlotte, and she is hilarious. And the way it's written... That's awesome. And and, and the way it's written, it's just sort of winding you up and winding you up and winding you up. And then it, it gives way to also making it more than just a short skit it makes you want to see what happens next to this character and i thought it was really funny it, it, it i guess it comes off as an, a workplace comedy or an office type comedy in terms of the setting although i'm not sure but i really enjoyed finally after hearing her talk a lot hear uh, see stevie act and uh folks should really check that out that's a that's a buy as far as i'm concerned it's really fun and uh check that out um and then the other thing that lily and i watched this week was we caught up on this funnier die series called a very special episode, which oh seems God, to be made by the so same good. person who did uh, Zach Morris's uh, is trash is trash, mm. and they go through all I, the famous. Everybody who's ever watched TV from 1980 to ni- to 2000 What's needs to called? watch this. It's called a very a very special, special episode. episode. It's a funnier, funnier die. Okay, yeah, I will be watching that when we wrap. And, today. and and they sum up in like you get five minutes. In five minutes, they'll sum up a very famous episode. So the uh, you the, have to see the Mr. Belvedere one, though. Like that is a mis- must. The Mr. Belvedere it's one like is insane. insane. It makes it makes you feel like you're in the Twilight Zone, or like you can't believe that this was on television. This was on television ever. Yeah, you. Like, it makes you have to Google the episode to find out that this actually happened, like the episode, let alone the funnier die. And it is so. It's it's that's all. I'll say the the Mr. Belvedere one, the Family Ties one. The uh, different strokes one. The They're Save- all good. Yeah. Well, there's a Save by the Bell one because they have a whole series on Save by the Bell. And anyway, the whole thing is good. We watched ones for shows we didn't even the know. Golden we Girls one. <laughs> the Golden Girls one. It's hilarious. That one's just funny. Yeah. But the um, Mr. Belvedere one is shocking. So he sums these up and sends them up in about five minutes. And, and the was... Family Ties one is with Tom Hanks. Yeah, as a as At, a young as a young actor and it's so that's just that's mm. a joy that's a joy to watch so you can knock those out in like an hour 10 minutes, <laughs> Ten minutes. Yeah, they're really, really short. short 
Um, okay, so Lil, why don't we hear some of your things, and then I have okay. a couple more pop culture things, but they're gonna they're, um, you're gonna need. I, it's gonna take you a little bit of energy to make fun uh, of me for those. Okay, I have a question. Um, what do you guys think about the fact that they added the popular film category to the Oscars? Ugh, trash. And then they took trash. it away. Because it's trash. They it's took trash. it away. I love because how we're coming to this so trash. far after this thing started that it's already gone by Listen, the time. Shy, shy. Is our podcast known to be about Primely? current no. events? No. Or just well, current event maybe? that they took it away. That's oh. current. Uh, it's gonna trash category. The- it would be so offensive. The Oscars are already trash. This may this would make it worse. They're Not also doing something positive in that they are going to do, I guess, boring car- categories in the commercials. Because nobody watches it anymore, and one of the complaints is that it's too long. So they're going to hurry up the ceremonies by knocking out six to eight categories during commercials. Oh, that's I have good. to say, the awards like, don't... fair. So, like, what? So like, the person who wins, like... Like, imagine one day like, you make like it that far back, which I know you will, and you get that far, and your movie's up for an Oscar, so, like, and then you, nobody sees it. Documentary short is not going to be, documentary yeah, short is not gonna see, be on podcast. I, the awards don't bother Everybody me. Everybody watches everything on YouTube anyway, so just put, like, a clip up on it on YouTube, and it's fine. The, the awards don't bother me, actually, because the awards can be done relatively quickly. It's the yeah, some it's of the, the segments that, like, to this year we're going I to just, honor... People so with the middle name George. Why, the did, why does the each song songs? have to be performed? I don't need to hear the songs. It's fine. Who needs to hear the songs? Too much. Only performed. one of them is getting an Oscar. Only and, one of them and, is good. And in some one years, have the, all wins, have the one that wins, then do the song for that one, and that's it. Yeah. Afterwards. Agreed. In some years, like there's also one or two songs that are Oscar worthy, but a couple others slip into the category, so you find yourself watching. Some weird combination of singers. It's a ridiculous concept. Songs that are Oscar worthy. There's plenty of songs that aren't in movies that are Oscar worthy. It just happens to be ones that were in a movie. No, so but, like, no, give them all ri- to Elton John. It makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> he made like a bunch of songs or Phil Collins for that those Disney movies. Those are better than most songs. Number one. Uh, Number two. Hold on. The biggest um, robbery though in the song category ever. You have to know what my what I think the biggest robbery. I ever. know. Yeah, I know what you're gonna say. Accidentally in Love by Counting Crows. Uh, they didn't, they didn't they did win. not win? It didn't win. No. It should have won. That's a bunch of um, BS. But, yeah, that whole, I mean, the whole thing is 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 ridiculous. Um, but I, I'd like from Becky's, like, industry perspective. I mean, so the way I see it's ridiculous, it's, it's I don't think, I think that popular movies actually deserve to compete for Oscars. Meaning, I don't like either extreme of just indie movies being... Um, having a chance, I want to see Here's Black thing, Panther Shiloh. contend is, for Best Picture. Right, I'd like to see Black Panther against Lady Bird. Yeah. I mean, it's the same year, but you know what I mean. But, but there's no Infinity Warrant that beats three billboards. Do you know what I mean? Like, as good... Like, as, it's but not going to happen. think about it, Avatar, Avatar oh, won a major award. They won Best no, Avatar after Avatar did not win. No, Hurt Locker win. won. Hurt Locker's pretty. No, Avatar got. Our, Avatar won a lot of other awards, but no. It didn't. I thought I thought he won best oh, director. Locker. She won best picture, vice versa. She won both. Oh, she did win both, did she? Maybe she won best director for sure. And that was the whole thing: is that they were up against each other and their ex husbands and wives. But I thought he won best picture. No, best no I thought director. she did. Oh, you're right. Oh, she kicked his to- his tootsie. There. I mean that's a great movie. That, that's fine. The, like that, I'm I'm okay having a debate between two great. Yeah, you're movies. right. You're right. I'm, she won I'm, both. 
I'm I'm okay having a debate between two great movies, but the idea that they were going to suddenly take all the box office movies and the the, the idea right. that suddenly the bot that the idea well, they that just like, they're like we have a trash Everyone agrees with you. Something like you know Black Panther should be a or, a normal contender, or whatever it is contender. should be a normal contender for a big for 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 an Oscar regardless of it being a popular movie that does big at the box office versus a smaller film like Call Me By Your Name, you know? They are, you know, and they have 10. You have 10 you can put in there. It's plenty of space. Because then how do you separate, you know, something it's like La La like, Land? Right, it's just like saying trash versus not, and that's just ridiculous. Yeah, they're all trash. Um, yeah, <laughs> but um, the other thing I wanted to say was um, Ozarks 2. Are you guys, did you guys watch Ozarks? I didn't watch Ozarks I, 1, I watched, like, although the first, the first three episodes of season one. You, so you guys don't watch the show? I just didn't get to Ozarks. All right, so. It's just, okay, it's just me on this bandwagon. All right, gotcha. Okay. Um, looking forward to season two. Great. No. I will comment to myself about it. Hello, Shameless. Watch oh, it. we haven't even talked about Shameless. Uh, well, I'm very That's far be behind. Next week. We're going to have to talk about Shameless. So I'll just say one more thing. Every once in a while, show indipity happens. <gasps> oh, I'm, I think I'm, oh, I watched the pilot of The Bold Type. Hold I just on. bought it. There was so, no other way for me to see it. And I'm hoping that's what this show is for me. So my show in Dippity, though, is follow me here. Program about a fish out of water actress who follows around a pirate oh, eye. We already know. Take two on ABC is adorable. Is as adorable as Rachel she Bilson. She was a fish is out of water in her last one. Yes, exactly. She was. Uh, yes, she's now she's a fish play. out of water actress, but because of her acting skills, is making a great private eye with this extraordinarily oh. handsome man. Speaking of private eyes, did you hear that? Did you hear the big news, Shy? Yes, so, so I'm going to segue into, oh and God, then the huge news that. that I feel like I just sort of stumbled across. But Veronica Mars is coming back for an eight-episode series on Hulu, <laughs> which to me is the oh exact God. way Veronica Mars should come back. That I show. love how much Kavel still loves that series, and that she it's, really she, loves it. You know, I lo- like that means a lot to me, even though she's huge now. That yeah. she still has she, so much love she, and not for that, that character. And she's on the Good Place, which is the smartest episode on okay. one of the smartest television shows on television. Agreed. And Agreed. They just got two. bought by NBC. No, the Good Place has always been on NBC. It was Brooklyn Nine Nine. No, it's on Netflix. No, it no, no, good. it's available to watch on Netflix. But it's an a Netflix show. original. No, you no, live in another country, available. Lily. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Everything is an Netflix so, original so yes. for me. So Veronica Mars, not only that, when I read the article, I read that my... So to me, one of the things that has always attracted, like made me love that show, is the parts that it is her and her father solving mysteries together. I love the character of her father. Oh, yeah. And the... From... From the guy just from me. Just Shoot Me, yeah, Enrico, mm-hmm. the photographer, and just shoot me. Enrico just last shoot name, me. oh, can't get it right now out of my head. Lily, please find it. But they, in the article I read, the two of them are guaranteed to come back, and I like all the other characters, but for me, but those are the core characters. You need the, you need them for the show, and I like everyone them, else. I'm like replaceable, and I like them doing stuff together. And the movie didn't have enough of that, and so I want to see them back in Neptune solving crimes. Yeah. Supposedly they're going to be chasing a serial killer, and I love it. So. That is Enrico so. I've got, Colantoni. There you go. Was also have, in the Matrix. I have no. You are mixing him up with jo- Joey up Pants. With another, yeah, You're mixing Joey him up Pants, with yeah. Joey Pants. Yeah. With who? Joey Pants. 
Who's Joey Pants? Joey, Joey Pantaloni? What's his name? <laughs> you're just They're the same him. person. No, you're confusing him with someone else. It no, doesn't matter. he is that not the guy who played Cypher in The Matrix. Memento. The guy from Matrix what? is in Memento, Lily, who's different than the guy from Just Shoot Me and Veronica yeah. Mars. He's also... Oh my god, I'm having that weird facial blindness thing. Um, no, He's uh, also the guy... What are you talking about? Look, Joey... What? Oh god, his last name also is escaping. Okay, we gotta wrap up. Lily, no, just this is out huge. We you were up. flipping out about that facial blindness thing. Yeah, you're having some serious facial blindness. <laughs> Memento... <laughs> Matrix. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Wait, what's you're his full right. name? I always just know him by his nickname, Joey Pants. I call him Joey Pants. Why is he from Sopranos? Yeah, yeah, because he was in Sopranos. He was, he was, he was the. I don't know if you. I, I was already. I stopped watching the Sopranos. So. Um. Shit, you're right. Oh my god, I had like a weird. Uh oh, Joey Pantoliano. That's why they call him Joey Pants. Yeah. His name is Pantoliano. Yeah. All right, that was close. Well, okay, I just had facial... Uh, I never thought it would happen to me. I could see you <laughs> mixing up those two guys, though. I mean, I understand... That and, makes no sense, but mine oh, makes and, sense. And, and, and Enrico was also in Galaxy Quest. Mine didn't not make sense. Yes, he is in Galaxy Quest. He plays yeah. the alien in Galaxy Quest. So it's just me. <laughs> I mean, I see what you're saying. They're both bald. <laughs> and they're Italian. Yeah. It's not unreasonable, Lily. Okay, moving on. Got to okay. wrap it up. So that was my last thing for today on my list. So we had a lot of different things to talk about today. Do you have? You guys have anything? Any shout outs you want to talk about? I, I just want to make fun of you for one second. Just a random. I feel like we didn't have enough making fun of. Just one second. Okay. I mean, you guys just it. rushed through the whole Rachel Bilson thing. You didn't even. I mean, I. Oh, I mean, I've made fun of you so many times. <laughs> so I'm so embarrassed for you. Just go listen to some back it. episodes. Trent uh, is talking about Rachel Bilson. If, if, if Hulu wants to do Heart of Dixie, eight episode arcs, I'll be there too. <laughs> okay, but so um, it's, so something I discovered about Shy about being on vacation is that when he takes a selfie, he unreasonably puts the time like he puts a timer on an unreasonable amount of time. So he, you're doing a selfie, and we, I know when you do the timer, it's easier because you don't need to like yeah, reach for the like button. A second timer. So Shy puts the 10 second multiple times, and we're just standing there. That's and why I was like, Shy, you bad picture face because I can't no, hold. No, no, Becky, like, your bad, your bad like, picture face predates anything <laughs> with the Doesn't cell phone. And I was like, Shy, did you know there's a three? But you must not realize like there's a three second one, and you're like, oh, I know. And I'm like, why are we all standing here? Because I camera. have to do selfies with kids. And they yeah, need time. Better. There's, the point the, is that I think you put an unreasonable amount of time for a selfie on your phone, and it was pretty funny. Okay, shout-outs? Shout-outs. Beck, get any shout-outs? Uh, I want to shout-out to a new listener that we have as of this morning, Molly Whitnoff, one-time heiress to the Pickle Fortune. Fortune? <laughs> <laughs> if you want some good pickles? Go over to the Whitnoff house. They pickle everything. It's delicious. So shout out to Molly because she just started listening to the podcast today. Oh, fun. And I want to shout out to my Spanish friends here who uh, were so excited to hear Jose's intro. Um, so they all and they wanted to hear the story of like our meeting and Becky telling it. So um, shout out to um, my my good friend, Yudana and my good friend, Ellie. Um, uh, from from Tenerife, who uh, laughed profusely at his interpretation. Mm-hmm. And I will sh- and I will shout out to Gato, who is like it's like the, he's the long lost sibling 
that we didn't know existed because he, he there's we have so much in common with him and but gato specifically with the episode from last week has asked to hear he loves the friday night movie origin stories like whenever we go back into our backstory <laughs> so he lo- he want he has requested the friday night movie origins of ali and my story so i promise that one day ali will come back i mean she doesn't remember the story anyway so i always have to retell it so there's that and then of course shout out to cousin vanessa can't forget her in fact last week we forgot her and i had to put it on as an add-on in the middle of the night uh, we can't that's a that's like i mean that's a shonda honestly and cousin vanessa who started the school year because she's an awesome teacher um so wishing her an awesome year cool yeah and becky where can people follow you paper bk princess on twitter at paper bk princess and That's can... Lily, where can people follow you? Um, Chichi K Gomez dot prime. <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> like I say some pretty stupid stuff, but your Amazon dot prime was stellar. Well, look, so, you've now Chichi seen K how Gomez. how it works behind That's the scenes. One. There's a lot going on right. here. I hydrated. You can follow me after my dance class, so I really gotta go pee. Okay. First of all, no one asked me how I was doing or has even let oh, me give my handle. So I just, oh, how are you doing? Sorry, you're just you're such a host. I'm um, pick one. Your handle you. on how are you doing? No, you can follow, you can follow me at Pancake for a Table. You can follow all of the Pancake Media shenanigans at pancakeforatable.com. You can follow all of the podcasts at FridayNightMoviePod.com uh, or in the podcast section of the overall Pancake website. If you like the show, again, help us get to ring in the podcast anniversary with uh, some more new reviews. Please uh, make those make those reviews uh, on iTunes or elsewhere, and send a screenshot to us. We'll we'll do something nice to thank you. There's a new site called Podchaser that I've registered us on, where it brings together podcast creators, and you can create a podcast playlist of some of your favorite podcasts. So I have made one. If you go to Podchaser and you go to Pancake or you search for Pancake Podcasts, you will you'll you'll be able to link to us, cool. but you'll also see a list of those podcasts that. Um, That's a great idea. That are, are the way I call them the friends and family, but also a section that I call podcast goals, where we've put some of the podcasts that we that we um, really really admire. And also remember uh, last week's big announcement, which we will keep reminding you on uh, the the week on the weekend of June seventh through 9th Pancake for the Table and Friday Night Movie Podcast will be at the All-Star Comic-Con in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. We are thrilled to be a part of that. And with that, the music will kick in. The music by What Does It Eat? And we're dancing and dancing and dancing. Goodbye, guys. Love you. It's good to see you. Dancing, dancing, dancing. Love Bye. you. Love you. It's like a tarp, but I see Lily. It's a-
It's a tarp. You, they're they one that's I know, I'm heavier just sitting material, here. but it's prettier. It's a heavier material. Isn't Becky in a rush? Yeah, I am, but I also have like a sucker crisis. It's a heavier material. <laughs> it's a heavier material.